Your curtains look smaller today. What do you... You can't see the bottom of them. No, I mean, like, thinner, like... Oh, like Skinny Queen. They just... I don't know where it's the angle you're at. I don't know. Skinny Queen realness. Don't... Because you got a big window. Oh! I don't know where <laughs> that was going for a second. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ellis. And I'm Dan. And you are listening to In Our Interracial Opinion Series 2. A podcast where we discuss a variety of social and cultural topics. P.S. Our podcast may contain explicit language and all of our opinions are our own. We're back, 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 black again. Apologies. Well, you are. Yeah. Apologies for not releasing a podcast last week. I know you were all devastated. Dev-erd. It's but Daniel's I, fault. It was my fault, but I was practicing a presentation for a job interview, which I got the job. Somehow. Um, excuse me, it was no <laughs> doubt that I'd get the job. I'm very good at interviews. Apart from the last one that you didn't get, and the one before. When was that? I've got the last three interviews that I've done, I've got the jobs for. No, you haven't. You had interviews yes, have. within... The college, and you didn't get this. When? You've had Explain. two. The last one that I did, which was last Friday, I got the job. The one before that for the marketing job, I got. And the one before that, which I got an interview for, which is the job that I'm doing at the minute, I got. The other two, I didn't get interviews for. So therefore, I can't fail the interview. Uh, so. But did you get the jobs? No. I didn't get the interview for the job. Well. So, stepping stones. Also, look at this, what came through the post yesterday. The post. A Cadbury's chocolate bar in a box. Why did that come through the post? It was free because I'm a sad I signed up to um, Cadbury's mailing list. Oh, I entered the competition. Well, no, because I entered the competition, didn't I, to um, make my own chocolate bar flavour. And they sent me a free chocolate bar, which is nuttier. Peanut and almond. Uh, I can't wait to try it. Oh, is that it? I was expecting longer title. No, well, sorry, in milk chocolate. Thank you. There we are. There we are. But I've also got a voucher. This is where the best bit comes. A voucher for another free one from Tesco's. Amazing. Cannot believe that. Buzz in. Well, it's not for you, is it? So I don't care about your opinion. You do care about my opinion. No, not really. I think you do. No, if I did, I wouldn't be here. Listening who, to today. who hurt you as a child? Well, <laughs> nice segue there, Alice. <laughs> Thank you. Seamless. Let's talk about seamlessness. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do that. What's the, what's the name again? John McCrane. Right? McCrane? No, I don't think it's McCrane. I John McLuhan. McLean. John McLean. John McLean. McCrane. Is McCrane. it John? Is it? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's just that compilation of him going seamlessness. Seamlessness. He so, said yes. he put a video on YouTube the other day. Um, wow. Cool. So do I all. uploaded in ages. All right. Um, I think we can just take a minute to appreciate the best YouTuber ever is actually Rate My Takeaway. Rate My Takeaway. I know we mentioned him in our last podcast, but I think he's done about 500 videos since. Yeah, I love you, Danny. Uh, Always so, sunny in Philadelphia. 
Nice one. So, yes, we're talking about childhood. Yeah, I don't think... I tried to segue it, but Daniel put me off topic yet again. So, yeah, we're talking about childhood today. All things lovely, bright, colourful, and probably very dark. Well, um, is it? Some of mine is. Traumatising. Did you have a traumatic childhood? I had such a traumatic childhood. See, I was thinking about this. And obviously not thinking about your traumatic childhood, but... I was thinking about Alice's traumatic childhood, yeah. And just appreciating how good my life was. As a white boy. Yeah, privileged. Home. All that privilege. Yeah. And I was like, wait, can I actually remember most of my childhood? You can't remember yesterday, Daniel. No, that's true. You have true. such a shit memory. It's true. And then you tried to tell me that I forget things. You're the forgetful one. No, but when it's recorded, it's better. But when it's recorded and you get proven wrong. But I, I like the fact that we only remember the more memorable bits, though, of our childhood. Do you know what I mean? Well, obviously, it's memorable if we remember it. No, but what I mean is, like, I mean, I'm glad I don't have an extremely vivid memory where, um, of photographic memory where I remember exact, like, days, seconds, minutes. Who remembers exact days from the childhood? People with photographic memories. Just because you've got a photographic memory doesn't mean you remember the day. There is legit people out there that remember, like, who have, like, super memories. Yeah, but a photographic memory isn't just remembering dates. Photographic memory is when... Did I, um, say, you... did I say it was just remembering the dates? No. No, but what you're saying is people with photographic memory remember dates, times, and everything in seconds, which is not the case. If you've got a photographic memory, it just it's visual. You, you're very good at visual memory. That's nothing to do with remembering dates. All right, Dr. Ellis, yeah. Forgot, I yeah, remember, Dr. Ellis. I remember you as the expert on photographic memories. Yeah, and apparently you are as well. So... Take me through your childhood, Alice. Check your trip down my childhood hole. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that. Asthmatic um, pump. Asthmatic pump. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I know you can't see me. I just, yeah. Anyway, so childhood. Ooh, back in the day. Well, I was born in the amazing year of 1998. But I was basically born in 1999, is what I'm going to say. So I was born on the 19th of December, which is exactly two weeks away from the new year. So technically, there's no point in me being in 1998. I'm, I, I was meant to be born... Wait, what do you mean, technically? If it was technically... Well, no, I mean, technically I was born in 1998, but I was basically in 1999. I don't remember yeah. anything in 1998. If your mum had just think. kept hold of you for two weeks longer... Well, I was I was early. She'd been doing them. She hadn't been doing them pelvic floor exercises. That's why. Um, I'm pretty sure that I was meant to be born in either the first or second of January, 1999. Oh, Turn that of the millennium. That just would have made you special. Well, yeah. I'm just a. Turn of the millennium. That no, wouldn't mean the ten of the ten of the millennium. Oh yeah, shit. Nearly. <laughs> A year away from the turn you, of the millennium. Hang on, hang on, Zoe. Let me just hold on to this baby for another year and two weeks. <laughs> Speaking of my mum being pregnant, she had to wear my granddad's jeans because she was that big. <laughs> and you know how big my granddad is. No comment. He's a big boy with a big beer belly. A big burper. It is, yeah, there is a beer belly in it. Yeah, we'll say that. For legal purposes. Okay. <laughs> Right, so let's take right, so your mum gave birth to you, unfortunately. Yeah, so, squeezing onto my dad's titty. Uh he was a shit birthing partner. He was a shit partner. 
Oh, did, was your dad actually there? Yeah, he was late. Oh, shot. <laughs> but he was grabbing, my mum said she was grabbing onto his titty for dear life while she pushed me out. And when I was getting pushed out, apparently my mum said that she sucked me in and out of the regions because it hurt too much. I was like... <laughs> Like remember, have you ever done like a pull like that? Yes, and like when you turtle head. Yeah, and then uh, you suck it back up. I don't like the feeling of it getting put it put in. I up. I'm assuming like for all our our male listeners out there, that's exactly what <laughs> that, that felt like for your mum. What? That doesn't make sense. No, like what I'm saying is like people who who've given birth will know exactly how your mum felt, but us males will never know how your mum felt. Yeah. So we're just relating it to sucking a pool back up. Yeah, it was basically like that, but maybe a little bit more painful. No, I, I've had some painful poos. Oh my god, my, I wonder if my mum pooed when she was giving birth. Most women do though, don't they? Shall I ask her? I mean, not right now. We can do in the okay. break, but Thanks, like, we need to carry on with this childhood story because so far we've got up to shitting <laughs> birth. <laughs> Well, we haven't even got to that bit. So I was Beth, told him my mum squeezing my dad's titty. Out I came, and she was just like, "Ugh, oh, wow, amazing child, um, amazing grace, how sweet the sound." And I didn't have a name for like a week, so I was just, it was just, just it. I was just she used to call me Baby Bassford. Why? Why, why was the name not thought of before? And she had nine months. She had nine months, but. Who knows, honestly. Did you? I just, I just didn't get given much thought, I guess. Did you ever have like a, a name if you was um, the opposite sex? Well, my mum said that, I don't know if this is when she was younger, when she was thinking like baby names and stuff, but when she was thinking about names, like I said, I don't know if she was like in secondary school being like, oh my god, when I'm pregnant. But she said that she wanted to call, if it was a boy, originally wanted to call it Leon. I mean, you're a boy. Leon! Shout out to people get that reference. And if I was a girl, she liked the name Mia. I can see it was a Mia. Wow. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate that very much. Um, But yeah, I didn't have a name for like a week. And my dad wanted to call me Darnell. Why are you pausing there? Your brother's called Darnell. And, uh... Yeah, my brother's called Darnell because my dad eventually got his way. After trying to get me to be called Darnell. I think, yeah, then... yeah, dad kind of reminds me of King Henry. A slag. Just go and knocking women up. It's true, because my brother is the same age as me. He's a bit younger than me though, but well, like we was born. Basically, my mum and my brother's mum were pregnant at the same time. Is what we'll say. Which wait, which confusing. brother's which brother's this? Tyrese. All oh, right, the one that you forgot about. How dare you? You've met him once. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Tyrese is called Tyrese Darnell Evans. Maybe I shouldn't say the full name. <laughs> anyway, Tyrese's middle name I'll is Darnell. That. And then my brother's actual name is Darnell. So he eventually got his way, but my mom was like, no, I'm just going to sit on the name for a while and then figure it out. I actually don't know why she came up with the name Ellis either. I literally have no idea. Did you, uh, have you not like Googled it, like what your name means? Oh, no, I've Googled what my name means, but I don't know why my mum chose it. Random, in it? Well, I didn't have a name for a week, so she must have thought about it really, really hard. Maybe... Like, this is a decision you have to stick with for life. Maybe she just came into contact with an Ellis and was like, oh, my God, let's call my baby Ellis. Oh, my God, it's a bit more creative than your name. Let's face it. Well, what, what, what's the name? What's in the name? Anyway, why does it matter? <laughs> what's in the name? What's in the name? <laughs> 
<laughs> what about your birthing story, Daniel? Do you know about it? Um, well, I was born. And oh, a chef. That was Shame. it. I don't really know anything really about my birth. I think I was two weeks early. <gasps> twins. Yeah, like the cramp twins. Like, no. <laughs> Why was one purple and one blue? Because it's a cartoon. And was one of what, them blue? One was green. Oh, no, one was white and one was purple. I'm so. Are you sure? I'm going to Google it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one was white, one was purple because the mum. Oh, was one green? Well, I every time I think of the Cramp Twins, I think of Mona the Vampire. Don't ask me why. Is it the theme song? Yeah, one was one was pe- one was like it's like some sometimes purple, sometimes like light blue, and the other ones like white, and then the mum and dad are green and lime green. Maybe that maybe that's what makes purple. I don't know. What green and lime green make purple? Absolutely. I think the fuck not, you trick ass bitch. So no, I don't really know much about birth as such. About my, I birth. don't know much about birth. <laughs> I don't pay <laughs> enough interest, but I, I don't know. So it's difficult to talk about this because. I don't know much about it, but then when I've heard stories, stories about how Adam was born. Just mom, not you. Yeah, you can tell me. who the favourite child is. I, I, I wasn't interested enough. But my mum was saying she was like literally running down the hospital corridor. With you drag- with Adam dragging along the floor. Literally, literally, literally. Shut up. She, she, gave, she was like halfway through giving birth to Adam while she was like running around. What the hell? Adam was just tra- trailing on the floor by the umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah. go, cleaning the floor with the water. Arts and crafts. Has anyone got a pair of scissors? <laughs> <laughs> just cut the cord. Snip. <laughs> Did you have any, like, moments of, like, when... Can you remember when you was really, really young? Like, young, young? Yeah. I think like, so. I, I, I struggled to. I, 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 really I, can't, I, I really can't remember stuff. It's true. You are quite... What stuff do you remember? I remember being three years old. I think that's my... I think my first memory is in the hospital, which is quite sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Traumatic storytelling time. This would be my sub story if I went on TV. So, when I was three, I nearly died. (laughs) Trauma. Ah, Childhood trauma. Um, Basically, I had an infection in the back of my legs. And I think maybe the back of my arms or my elbows. I don't know. Might just be in the back of my legs. And it got into my... I had chicken pox, but it got into my bloodstream. So it became poisonous chicken pox. Yes, bitch. Eat it. So I had poisonous chicken pox. And the doctor actually said to my mum that I'm going to die. So prepare, bitch. And then she really said, what are you trying to say? No, I'm going to come through. Come through. So I did and pulled through and now I'm here and I'm alive. But um, the memory of me in hospital that I have is that my nanny used to come to the hospital and she used to have like this ring, this gold ring. And she used to rub it on my chicken pox and like say it was like a magic ring to get rid of them. So I remember that. And I remember that they bought me the tip. Yes, this is I feel old, but when tapes were a thing... Um, like VHS? 
I don't know. Were they called VHSs? I just called them tapes. Video and tapes. There, wasn't for, there wasn't a round for long, so. So I put in the tape of... They've been around um, since the 80s. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, so I put in a tape of Teletubbies. I think it was Teletubbies and the Pink Spider or something like that. And I just remember watching over and over this Teletubbies thing with the Pink Spider. I'm going to try and Google it, actually, because I haven't seen a cover of it in a while. Speaking of Teletubbies, I have quite a few childhood memories of watching. Have we mentioned this in a previous podcast? Oh, there it is. Oh, it's Teletubbies Little Miss Muffet. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I remember that Pink Spider so well. Sorry, carry on. What I was saying was, like, when you mentioned Teletubbies, it triggered a memory of, and I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it on the podcast before, of the the lion and the bear on the skateboard. That was traumatic. That was traumatising. I remember, I always used to, I remember, I remember eating lots of yogurts when I was younger. Random fact. No, like, I remember once, like, eating a yogurt, and it came onto the telly, and I just dropped my yogurt and run into the kitchen to hide. <laughs> More devastated that I dropped a yogurt, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got chills. They're traumatising. And I'm losing control. Do you have any happy memories? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I just remember being in hospital a lot. Because firstly, when I went to the hospital, when I nearly died, I couldn't walk. So I had to be carried everywhere because my legs literally left me, let me go, let me go. And then I also remember going into hospital when I, was I in hospital? I just remember having Invitago. I had a traumatic childhood. <laughs> Invitago, yeah. inv- what? You're that like you, you haven't had a traumatic adulthood either, to be honest. That was- That's tea. Um, in Photographer, for people that don't know, is basically when your skin peels off your flesh, and mm. that's not good. <laughs> I think I was in a caravan in Skegness um, with my mum, my auntie, and grandparents, and I was the only one that had it, but it's really, really infectious, so everyone had to, sort of like COVID times, they had to wipe everything down after I'd used it, and they had to wear gloves when touching me, because if they right. touch me... They could get in Vitago, you know, nearly died multiple times. I went into hospital because I had <laughs> asthma attacks. What else happened? Oh, there was, oh, I had surgery behind my eyeball. But that, nice. was to, but that was just to correct my wog eye. Can we talk, call it a wog eye? I'd call it, well, you've got it, so call it whatever you want. Is it a wog eye? Or is that just like I think racism? That's what, I think that's what's. I, I don't think, think it's racism. Talk, like, a wonky eye. Yeah, I don't think it's <laughs> the Evan Dictionary definition. is a disease given at birth when someone has a crippled cross eye that everyone laughs at and wants to poke. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was, I had a war guy as well. So I was basically the worst child, the worst, f- f- worst few years of my life. We shall say that. I think we'll take a little short break now for you to recover. <laughs> Let everyone contemplate what happened to me as a child. And, and we'll then... come back and we'll talk about happy memories of childhood. I guess we'll try and talk about you, bitch. Uh, and we're back. 
That was a nice segue in there. Thank you. Speaking of segues, did you ever in IT... Have a segue? No. (laughs) But, like, play that game, Happy Wheels, on the computer. Yes, of course. course. And there was that guy on the segue. Yes. (laughs) I used to love Happy Wheels. Uh, The one where, like, if you, like, even, like, fell, like, two seconds off the floor, like, your blood splatters everywhere and shit. Oh, my God. And then, like, the spikes. Oh, my God. You have to, like, keep pressing the uh, left and right buttons, um, arrows, to try and keep him balanced. The yeah. best one, though, was the guy in the bike with his kid. Yes, I love playing as that one. Or the, um, the fat another... woman in the motorhome. The motorhome. The, motorhome. <laughs> <laughs> the other game that I liked on the computer when we were kids was, is it Roblox? Where it's like the it's like a cylinder, not a cylinder, a square cylinder. What's it called? Like a, a long cube? A cuboid? A cuboid, yeah. A square cylinder. <laughs> a long cube. A cylinder, not a cylinder. What's it called? A cuboid. A cuboid. And you had to, like, every time you pressed a button, like, it went on its side or stood up or went down like that, and you had to try and get it into the little hole. Is that Roblox? I think so. Let me Google it. No, it's not. Isn't that, like, well... Oh, it's not Roblox. What am I talking about? It was on coolmathsgames.com. I think it was, like, well... It's not World's Hardest Game. It was was something like that. Do you remember the world's hardest game? No. It was hard. Oh, was it? And then there's... Uh, these games are bringing back so much, so many memories. That's there's something called Run tricky. 3. And you, you, like, plays, like, a little character. And, like, I guess run. Retro Helicopter. I used to play that one. What, where you have to go, like, uh, up and down? Blo- it's Bloxeros. Bloxeros. Yeah, you're saying that like I can see your screen. Like, are you going to look at me? B-L-O-X-L-R-Z. I'm going to show you. Everyone else at home, you can Google this. Thank you. Can you see it? Come on, fuckers. Blocksaws. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Blocksaws, yes. That's the one that I remember playing Do you remember that one where there was that guy who had the skull and the chainsaw and you had to, like, chainsaw your way through? No, that sounds deadly. I can't remember what it was called. But anyway, there was a guy, and he had a skull for a Can head. Can you hear it? Stop playing games while we talk about this. Sorry. <laughs> and you'd go, you'd have a chainsaw, and you'd have to work your way through, like, the levels, and chainsaw, I could never complete it. That sounds dangerous. If I send you a picture after <laughs> we finish recording, you'll, you'll know which one I mean. Will I now? We'll see about that, won't we? Anyway, Daniel, childhood. What yeah, what? Yours? Which about which about my which, which about, about which about my childhood? I remember going on like childhood holidays. To What's Butlins. the earliest memory that you can remember, or you think is your earliest memory that you can remember? Well, I think it was when I was. I don't know how old I was actually, and I remember being carried from my bathroom to my mum's bedroom I, th- I can't remember where it was it was in the old old house and my pacifier or dummy whatever you want to call it fell out my mouth and i don't think i ever wore it uh, like had a dummy ever again after that why was you being carried i have no idea i'd ever been to the toilet or something could you not walk oh I, I was tired i don't know maybe it was like night time i don't know who knows i don't 
I I, don't, I think I had my pacifiers for a long time. I think my mum had to try and hide them from me because I used to find them and just have them in my mouth even though I should be getting rid of them. Like Maggie. <laughs> like Maggie. Um, and I'm pretty sure, not this has got anything to do with pacifiers, but I used to watch Teletubbies up until like I was like 11. Do you know what? That's such a, a weird, not weird, but like I know what you mean because I remember getting up early for, for school, like secondary school, and sitting city in like Rice Krispies in the morning and just mm. what, watching Teletubbies because one, I was half asleep, and two, it's like bright colours in the morning. And it's like, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I used to get up and watch Lazy Town. I was never a fan of Lazy Town. So we go up, up, do the jump, roll around and clap your hands together. Called? Is it Spartacus? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Spartacus yeah. and Stephanie. Stephanie is new in town, and soon she and Ziggy are friends. The guy who played oh, Robbie is, is died, you know. Didn't he have cancer? He did. R.I.P. Rotten Robbie. That Rot- was a mouthful for a second. It was, wasn't it? It was, yeah. But um, I loved TV. I've always loved TV when I was a kid. I feel like that's mm. sort of why... <laughs> not to flex again, not to flex again, but that, that's why I'm so into acting and why I'm going to drama school, is because I was just so interested in TV as a kid. Like What's your favourite the... childhood TV programme? Well, I used to love, 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 love the tweenies. Mm, yeah. The tweenies is where it was at. Yes. Oh, uh... oh my God, Jesus Christ. Save me, Lord. But I had... <laughs> I had such a huge interest in tweenies. Like, they used to do singing. They used to do acting. They used to make things. They had dogs. Milo was definitely black. Um, Who was your fave? Milo. Mum is Jake. Makes sense. The annoying I... white boy. <laughs> it was alright, uh... but it was clearly white boy. My grandma, because I was that obsessed with Jake. I'm sure I've told you this before. My grandma made... Do you remember that, like, cutscene where we'd always... Everything would go black and white. And it'd become someone called Dotman. And he'd fly... He'd no. fly around and, no. like, t- touch things and they'd turn back into colour. And my grandma made me the cape. Dot man? I yeah. do not remember this at all. Uh maybe I do. I didn't know it was called Dot Man. Yeah. That's his, a gag. Cape, his cape's like odd dotty. Really? Wait, I have a not a similar thing, but because I was that obsessed with Milo and the tweenies, me and my nana one night, we got a balloon and made paper mache, put it on the balloon and made a Milo mask. <laughs> And not only that, but after being obsessed with Tweenies for however long, um, my mum took me to Birmingham to watch Tweenies I Live. Went, I went to Sheffield to go see Tweenies Live. <laughs> I remember Tweenies like going. Tweenies was the best. And I said, I said to my mum, I was like, I, I also saw Noddy as well live at a whole new theatre. That's a gag. I used to love and Noddy. I remember, I remember when it was my fifth birthday as well, we went to go see something at new theatre. And... I got up on stage. They got me up on stage because it was my birthday. I got up on stage as well. I think that was for... What did I go see? It was like something to do with like a bus or something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember what mine was, but it had drag queens in it. It's the first time I'd ever seen drag queens in my life. Was it and I remember my... Huh? Was it Priscilla? No, it was like a pantomime. All right. My uncle took me backstage to meet people. And I was freaked out because these women were taking their wigs off. And I was just like, what the hell is going on on this day? <laughs> and, and they was acting like completely differently to how they were on stage and it's always just like <laughs> excuse him what 
excuse him what like i didn't understand my my little brain could not compute what was happening but i sort of loved it mm. iconic i'm trying i'm like talking is like unlo- unlocking like so many different like memories uh, when you were talking about it can you stop burping it is very rude now listeners don't want to hear that i'm gassy <laughs> oh, i was trying to think what was that anyway anyway sidetracked but i remember getting do you remember those things it was like yeah, a spiral thing i'm gonna say a thing a lot because trying to picture the name for it is just not my forte no it's not but you used to stick your pen in it oh like or a colored pen and you'd spin it around, and it uh, like the different spiral. I'm gonna say like a spiralizer, but it's not a spiralizer. <laughs> spiralizer. No, I know exactly what you mean. I never had one, but I do know exactly what you mean. I remember the adverts for them. And I, re- I remember walking up to, I think it was, Poundland or Boise's down road with my grandma. Down road. Down road with my grandma, and <laughs> we bought it. And we went back to her house, and she, her. You've been to my grandma's house, haven't you? It's at the table. Mm-hmm. It folds out, and it's like a massive round table. I feel like and a lot of older people had those type of tables, because my great-nanny used to have one of those as well. The, the, the good steady tables. Thank you, table connoisseur. <laughs> connoisseur? Connoisseur? Connoisseur. Connoisseur. Anyway, and she'd put like this huge sheets of paper onto the table, and we used to, oh my god, more memories as well. Do you know, it's, we, me and Adam used to, like, play out in the 10 foot while I was at my grandma's. What happened to this table? Anyway, it's because it, being at that table, I used to spend quite a lot of time at my grandma's when I was younger as well. So, like, being at that table just brings back so many different memories. Wow. And it's something about, it was like the summer holidays, or it was, a, it was summertime, and me and Adam were playing out in the 10 foot. And I just remember, like, coming in and eating, like, that you know, packet pasta. I do know packet pasta. Exactly. And that's what my grandma, not like my grandma didn't cook his meals or anything like that, but, like, childhood meals, like, stuff, quick and easy, like that pasta or, like, fish That's fingers. basically what you eat now. I, I eat it in a pot, thank you very much. Oh, sorry, different. Not out the packet. <laughs> when I used to go to my nana's, I used to have an obsession with collecting snails. I used to go into the garden and pick snails off her. Like, there was this, it was like this bush that always used to collect snails for some reason. I used to go hunting for them and put them in a bucket. And I remember one time, I don't know if it was my cousin or if I accidentally stood on a snail. And it like, so I stood on it, it was dead. And I was like, oh no. So then I went in to eat something, I think. And I came back out and it was gone. I was like, oh my God, it's gone to snail heaven. There was a snail last year while we was in lockdown that um, we was in the garden. And... It's fallen off of the parasol, and it was, and it was. That's still, a snail falling, and it was still alive. Good. And I think I spent I think I spent about two hours just watching it like crawl along the garden, crawl, slither. What would you say? Slide. 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 And I bet it was thinking, Jesus Christ, thanks for helping me. I know, like fucking bitch. You've just dropped me off the umbrella. <laughs> you're horrible. Watching me burn in this sun. I had my first nerd, please, please. My, I had my first nerd, please. Fit something on this house as well. Oh, I've just got the reference. I'm thinking what? <laughs> you what? Yeah, I had my first nerd. My first and only nosebleed in my life was at my nana's house. When I we get nosebleeds all the time. When I was younger, 
and my nana used to have um in my bedroom at my nana's house she used to have a surfer bed obviously once a surfer turns into a bed and we was pl- i was playing hand and seat with karen and caitlin my cousins and i think karen or caitlin either one was hiding behind the um surfer bed and i was like we was playing hide and seek I don't know if I said that. And I was the finder. So then I was like, rah, to like, be like, rah, found you. And then I hit my nose on the back of the surfer bed uh-huh. and my nose started bleeding. I don't know if anyone was there either. So it was a waste of nosebleed fits. But, um. Says you're right for being a cocky bastard. I was like young, Daniel. I can't help it. But I used to love staying at my nana's house because, well, I didn't, I used to, I used to steal Rockies. That's not right. Your nana obviously knew. She that didn't. You, was, you secretly eating a stash of Rocky biscuit bars. No, she didn't. She didn't. Well, obviously. I used to get one. Then she used to go into the kitchen to make a drink. And then when she was in there, I used to go and get one and take it upstairs with me. And I used to, my mum was like, he's only allowed one Coca-Cola. If he's staying, he's only allowed one. Oh, bitch. Guess who had more than one? Guess who snuck those Coca Colas upstairs? Me. You're, you're, yeah, no, I'm not being funny. Your Nana let that slide because she Nana, didn't. No, Nana's and Grandma's do. They're, they're good for that. They're good for just treat, letting it slide and she treating no you. When I tell you, she had no idea. She had no idea. Oh my god. Do you want to know a really embarrassing story? Oh, well, <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to tell us anything. <laughs> it's right. So if you get, if anyone gets put off by talking about genitalia get away get away <laughs> i think i've told this story to some people before <laughs> so do you remember embarrassing bodies yeah so if uh, anyone who doesn't know embarrassing bodies was a show in the uk that people with weird or in, in their case embarrassing diseases or like things that on their body that i couldn't explain it used to go on tv live not live tv but go on tv to be fair though i think they only, they, they only did that because they knew that the show would find a private doctor for him for free to get it, it done anyway so people used to come on there for like stuff with like food problems ball problems and um, one man went on there because his ass kept smelling and it turns out he just didn't wipe properly. <laughs> so that's that the type of show it was. Watch you. No, it was not. I was not on that. So I <laughs> used to watch embarrassing bodies upstairs. And this one particular episode, there was loads of, I think it was rugby players or something. And I think I know which one you're on about. <laughs> Wait, and okay. Dr. Christian was showing them how to clean their willies. Yes, I know which one you're on about. <laughs> you probably watched it about 20 times, didn't you? Oh, um, that's up on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the typing. And <laughs> my mum's next door. <laughs> She's going to listen to this anyway. And they used to tell, tell them to pull back the foreskin and like clean underneath. So I was like, I want to do that. I want to be clean. So, But at this point, obviously as a child... <laughs> Unless you're already circumcised as a child, it's very tight. <laughs> so when attempting this, Ellis may have prematurely ripped his foreskin <laughs> trying to clean his willy. And I remember it ripping 
very vividly and going downstairs and being like, Nana, my penis is bleeding. And she had to try and sort it out. How old was it? I was young. I don't even know. I was, I would have been in primary school. Um, I want to say I was quite young. I want to say at least seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And that's how my foreskin was not tight anymore. <laughs> embarrassing stories. Embarrassing with stories with embarrassing bodies. But at least I can clean under it now. Well, that, that, <laughs> that's the main part, isn't it? It is the main part, yes. I remember it being very soft. Mm, I think that's another little segue into another little break. Hi everyone, mm. Daniel's annoyed because I said that he needs to talk more. I am annoyed because I said you you whatever about talking more. <laughs> Are you sure? I. <laughs> Turn Scottish. I. Right. Wee wee. What? Is that French? <laughs> Most of this podcast is you just wheezing, laughing. Well, I got help having asthma, Daniel. It's a problem I've had for all my life. I think, according to this podcast, everything you've done in your life has been a problem. It's true. <laughs> Why was I born? So, I had so many things to put up with. You was an only child when you was, well, I say you still are an <laughs> only child. I well, am. Because I have a, a sibling, I want to know what was your experience of being an only child? Apart from the traumatic experiences that I've had as a child. Like, did you, did you, do you wish you had a brother or sister? Like, I know you've got brothers and sisters, but do you wish you had a brother and sister in your household living with you? Well, I'm a mum's only child. My dad's just like, so. The thing is, when I was growing up, I always asked my mum for a brother or sister. Like, just because I wanted a brother or sister. So I didn't feel... I never... I, didn't, I don't know why, though, because I never felt lonely. So, I don't know. And I've always been attention-seeking. So I don't know uh-huh. why... What? I'm just laughing at uh, the obvious. Well, you can point out things about yourself, you know, self-aware. I've always been attention-seeking. Um, so I don't know. I said that I'd want one, but I don't think I, I would have wanted one if my mum did. Like, I feel like being an only child's just been the best thing for me. And, like, my mum, me and my mum, I don't think I've been spoiled. You've not had anyone there to be, your mum being like, well, you've got, if you have this, your brother's got to have that too. That's not me being spoiled. That's just, well, my mum's a single parent. So it's sort of, I don't want to say it's, like, the same thing, because it's definitely not. But because my mum's had to support herself and, and me, I feel like she sort of brought that on to me. So I don't think I was necessarily spoiled because I, I, we didn't, there was nothing for me to get spoiled over. I think I've been spoiled in the fact that my mum's done everything she can to give me like a good life and to give me a decent childhood after I nearly died a couple of cringe. times. It's not cringy, it's true. And I, d- I don't think that's necessarily being spoiled. I just feel like 
Someone just wanted to make sure I had the best time possible. And now that I'm going away, she said she's not going to be sad, but she's going to be very sad because it's only ever been me and her. So then for it just to be her and then for it just to be me, it's going to be very weird. Not only, I said this today, not only for the fact that um, I'm going to be away from my mum, but the fact that I've only lived ever lived with my mum, one other person, whereas I'm going to be moving in somewhere that I share with six other people. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> and I don't I know how I'm going to like it. That's when, I know you say it's been you and your mum, but you always have done a lot with your nana as well. Well, so, yeah, I, I like staying at my nana's and stuff when I was younger. Take that away from me, nana. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying growing up, in this house, it's always been me and my mum. And obviously my nana and granddad have helped a lot. Because I used to stay at their house when my mum was at uni and then at work and stuff like that. So obviously my nana and granddad have helped. But again, that's only living with either my grandparents with just me or my mum and just me. So it's only ever been me in the house and me getting the attention, I guess, of being the only child. It's interesting you say about like the house that you live in as well. Um, I've never moved. Exactly, and I, I've moved a few times. Yeah. So I feel like my childhood or my life has like been in different stages depending on like the household that I've been in. True, because you obviously your parents were together at one point and then they separated. Yeah. Was your mum was Adam here when your mum and dad separated? Yeah, yeah, they separated in two thousand and nine. Oh, uh, I thought it was earlier than that. I don't know why. No, no. Um, so we lived in our first house. So like a lot of like pre, like pre mum and dad splitting up memories. It just reminds me of that house. And then everything afterwards up until university was at the house in Annaby. And then, I mean, to be fair, I was in that house in Annaby up until the final year. And then sort of, I feel like adulthood has been in this house that I'm in at the minute. Sort of. You was an adult in the other house as well. Only up until the age of 20. That's an adult. 18 to 12. But what I mean is I've left university. I'm working. Do you mean like live, like living at home? Post-university, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because to, to yourself, you when you left college, you went straight into working, didn't you? Yeah. Whereas well, I, I was already working. To, I said when I went into university, so to me, it didn't really feel like adulty as such because I was still in education. Yeah, I feel like that's sort of like a difference between us. And I think it sort of shows people who don't go to uni straight away and people who do. I feel like that sort of shows, I don't want to say the type of childhood that you have, but obviously growing up in a certain way is obviously going to influence how you make decisions in the future. So I feel like possibly people who, this isn't for everyone, but I'm just saying, people that go into education, that go to uni straight from college, are quite comfortable within that because they know that at least they've got this whereas people who don't are a little bit more I don't want to say risk takers but a little bit more what's the word take more time to figure shit out I don't know I don't know what what you're going with that it is different to everyone because I I I won't say that I rushed into going to university and I didn't take time to figure it out no, because... I didn't say, that's not what I'm saying. So, what are you saying? What I'm saying is, the way that you've been brought up and the way that you've experienced life from growing up has influenced you to go to uni straight away because that's sort of almost like a... Why didn't you go to university straight away? I didn't go straight away because 
I didn't feel ready. And I felt like with my mum going to uni, this is what I was talking about, with my mum going to university later in life as well, it sort of, that sort of helps me not feel as bad about going because obviously it's drilled into us that we go to from primary to secondary to college to uni straight away and then leave at 21 or 22 or whatever whereas because my mum took that gap obviously under different circumstances because she had me um actually no that's a lie she didn't go straight away just because I don't think she wanted to but I think that sort of influenced me to not go straight away as well with the fact that I wanted to take more time in reality first as well also I just got my dog so that was another thing but I just feel like my my one of my reasons for not going straight away is because of I knew that my mum has be has done well for herself even after taking so much break and the only reason I think my mum went back into university and to get her grades that she didn't get before was because of me to give me a stable childhood basically so I feel like she in a way she did try and push me to go <laughs> but at the same time because I knew she came out decent <laughs> I knew that I'd be okay not necessarily going straight away so that's what I'm talking about by saying childhood and parenting and um, sort of influencing your decisions within your life and education because I sort of understand what you're saying with that. Like I said, it's not for everyone. It, but it also depends on like the, the way that... Because I was saying to you the other day on that, it is weird knowing that my sibling is the main character in their narrative. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you... I still... I don't get why that's weird, because I feel like... It, well, because you don't have siblings, so you don't understand. So, like... Oh, okay, tell me. No, but what I'm saying is, like, when you, when you, when you grow up, you, you're, you're, to me, like your siblings, like your sad character, whereas you don't appreciate until you're a bit older that they actually have their own life as well. Because you, you don't see another person's life; you only see your life through your eyes, don't you? Yeah. So, like, talk about like growing up with a sibling, and I think our relationships grown well more matured as we've got older because when we was younger we used to like fight like cat and dog mm. all the time but then Adam just... used to Adam used to be a little shit though right I mean you put that to me before we was both we was both annoying I'd call Adam a little shit all the time yeah yeah but there was reasons for that but anyway and I think they just hit a point where it was just like Hang on a minute, we're old enough now to be best mates. Yeah, true. You've got a really good brotherly relationship. But I think now. as well, growing up, I was more so on, like, closer to my mum growing up. Mm-hmm. And Adam was more closer to my dad because we're more relatable in that sense. I can tell that from your personalities alone, to be fair. But now it's sort of, not switched, but it sort of balanced itself out. I agree. I can see that. Well, that's sort of like another difference between us two, because obviously you grew up with your parents together. Mm, Well, grew up to like to a point. Well, you did grow up with them together. You can't deny that you didn't. They did split, but you grew up with them together, and then they split, and then obviously you had a different childhood from then. Yeah, I was quite young when they split up. But weren't weren't you ten or eleven? I would have been 11, yeah. That's still quite young. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not, but that's like, 
he went through basically the whole of primary with them together. Whereas I've never had that. <laughs> Not saying I would want it because I don't think I would have wanted that. I feel like it'd be weird for me anyway. But I feel like that's another case of parenting and childhood like forming different pathways in a way. Does that make sense? Because obviously your parents being together and then splitting affected you in a certain way. Whereas because my parents had already split up by the time I remember. Are you sort of on about like nature nurture type of thing? Yeah, I guess so. Because obviously you didn't have your dad's negative influence well to a point i mean you saw your dad didn't you, you didn't yeah you because wasn't like a constantly seeing your dad all all the time no because my mum was like my mum my and dad have been on very very bad terms understandably from my mum's point of view can i just say but my mum never stopped me from seeing my dad because she was just like you can make your own decisions about how you see your dad like I'm not going to influence any decisions on on that part because it wouldn't be fair because if we ended up having a great relationship then why why would she want to stand in the way of that but that's not how it happened um so my dad used to take me on like little trips out every so often it didn't happen much but I think that's how I met my sister Jaleesa um for the first time and that's how I met Tyrese and um I, I don't think that's how I met Darnell or Leo but yeah, I used to go out with my dad and for example, he used to take me one time. He was like, should we go to the deep? So I was like, sure. So we went to the deep <laughs> and we went in, he got a leaflet for me and then walked out. So we went to the deep to get a leaflet. Amazing trip out, dad. Thank you. Wait, um, your dad walked out or you you both walked out? and We both walked out with a leaflet. Did he see the, the prices? Is that what it was? I don't think the prices are that bad, to be fair. But maybe, I don't know. I remember getting a snack box that day as well. I know I was playing Red Ball on his phone. And I remember specifically, I was playing Red Ball on the phone. Do you remember that? No. It's like a Red Ball, and you had to go through, like, terrains on... It was an iPhone game. Anyway, I remember specifically, I was on the game, and the light was on green for ages. It was like, Dad's green. Like, I just remember that specifically. But, um, yeah, then he, one day, he was meant to come down. And he didn't. And that's last time I saw him. Last time I saw him was 2008. Uh, Quite a long time ago. Yeah. And I don't care. Like, I literally was not... At the time, I was a bit like, oh. But now I'm just like, ugh. Bad. Would you, If he came back into life again and just showed up at your door, do you think he'd be like... How would you think he'd react? I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> like, literally, I probably wouldn't even recognise him at first. And then I'd be like... Because I've seen a picture of your dad, and he looks like Ray from Scary Movie. I think that's not... I guess so. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But I don't know. I'd probably just, like, close the door, honestly. Like, I literally have no feelings towards him. And I've, I've said this to my brother before, I think, but if when my dad dies... If I'm still alive. If my dad dies, I don't know if I'd go to the funeral. I don't think you'd have any need to. No, because he's all he's done all my life is be horrible, <laughs> literally. Mm. And I feel like I got the best end of that because, like, the stuff that he's done to, like, my brothers and, like, my sister and, like, it's a whole lot worse than it was to me. So I feel like I got a lucky escape in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, So I don't think I would, <laughs> to be honest. But, um, yeah don't know just dad 
and I don't really give a shit. But I feel like that's sort of giving me the attitude that I have now, which I enjoy. Mm. <laughs> Not necessarily the people, but I enjoy it. How did I think? How did your? On. I was just gonna say, how did your mum and dad splitting actually affect you? Because I don't think you've actually said to me. I don't. If it actually did. I don't think it affected me as such. It was more so Adam because he was quite close to my dad and he was younger. But I, th- I, th- I think it matured me earlier than that. I think I would have done if my mum and dad were still together. Like cheddar cheese. Yeah, like like cheddar cheese. I felt like I had to take on more of a... Even though I didn't have to, I felt like I had to take on more of a man-of-the-house role. Which has sense because you're very much a mum. But... At, at at the same at the same time, it's sort of like like looking back at it now, it's sort of the personality that I have now. It's like right, no, I need to do this for so and so. I need to do this, 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 and this, and this. This needs to be done by this time. And I I I, I don't know if that's influenced it or not. But I'm still... um, I would say so. The amount of times I just not in a weird way, but I literally just go like, "Thanks, mom," or like, "Thanks, dad," because you're such a parent. Like, it's sort of... And I always call you, like, an old man because you actually seem like an old man to me. I think it's Without the money. It's more... <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't get why that's funny. Crack a smile, Daniel. Come no, on. It's not every old man is rich. No, just the ones that I know. You don't know many old men. Not uh, <laughs> Sugar daddy, please. <laughs> Hilarious, but you're so uh, pessimistic. That's probably what you got. That's what the what affected you. Your pessimism yeah. now. I, I I'm not a pessimistic person. Mm. I just don't find you funny. Mm. <laughs> but, Stop laughing at me, God. Yeah, laughing at you. <laughs> but no, I think I think my mum and dad splitting up affected me. But I, I I don't know how. Do you know what I mean? It probably did. It was probably evident more so than I feel like it was, but I... I wonder what your mum would say. I, th- I think she'd probably say this. Not the same, but... Because I don't know. I don't I, I, I don't know. It's one of, them, one of them things where I'm like, I'm not... I haven't thought too much about it. Because at the time, it was more so... When I was younger, it was if I saw my dad, I saw my dad. Mm. And... If I didn't, because I went through a stage of not seeing him for about two years. Was it about two years? It was quite a long time that I didn't see him. And then um, it started, I mean, we've got a really good relationship now. Mm. But I do, like, I do remember when my mum and dad, when I used to meet up with my dad when after the split up. And we used to go down to KFC. This is such a vivid memory. We used to go to KFC down Beverly yeah. Road. Because nice. my, my dad used to have, like, a, quite a few vouchers for KFC, which I I've have. still got some old KFC vouchers in my car. L- love vouchers for KFC. I've, yep. got, I've still got the pack, there's you know, that promotional packet of crisps. Is it still able to be used? July the 1st. Oh. <laughs> and then we'd walk back up to St. Stephen's Tesco's, and then if it depended on if it was a night time, we'd have, like, a... Uh, a cup of like go up to the Tesco's cafe and we'd have like a cup of tea. There's a running gag now between us because we didn't realise that the cafe was closed. And my dad went up to the guy and was like, Oh, can I have two cups of tea and a hot chocolate? And the guy just got the guy just went, No. 
<laughs> instead of being like, instead of being like, oh, sorry, we're closed. It was just like, no. <laughs> Probably funnier at the time, yeah. Yeah, but it's a running gag between me and my dad. What a gag! And the, we also used to. I was telling Craig this morning actually that there used to be this guy that used to sit in a cafe as well, and he'd obviously got a toupee on. Toupee on. What's and we a toupee. What's that? Like what men wear to cover their bald spots. Uh why have you been Googling them? Because I didn't know that existed. Do you not? I, I, I think I just thought it was like common knowledge that it was called a toupee. I did not know that. But anyway, and we, used to call, <laughs> we used to call him Wiggy. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wiggy. And we, he used to like sit there and like one Thursday he wasn't there and we haven't seen him since. So maybe he died. One, yeah, maybe he died or two. Maybe he got another wig and he just blended in as normal. Who knows? Don't you think it's weird the things that you think about as a kid? Yeah. Like, cause sort of a sad note. But when... Oh, that's used... reminds me of Susan. We used to go to Handmade Burger Company as well sometimes. On I used to love Handmade Burger Company. I remember getting like a free milkshake or something before. Can't remember the chip, why. The chips from Handmade Burger Company. Is it still so... there? It's not no. in St. Stevens, but it's... Is it still in that corner? No, it closed down. Oh, that's sad. But, like, like, as a kid, you've got such a weird imagination. Like, I remember hanging out with some kids that live near me, and there was this woman that used to live not next door, not the next door, but, like, the next door after that. And I used to be like, she's a witch, she can't let us see us, otherwise she'll kidnap us. So I used to pretend that she was a witch. And then she once gave us Snickers. And I was like, everyone, we can't eat the Snickers because she's a witch. And she's probably trying to lure us into a trap. So we didn't eat the Snickers. But I don't like Snickers anyway. But okay. I'm pretty sure she died. But yeah, don't you think it's weird that we just think of these random things? I'm going to, yeah. I'm gonna just I'm going to finish my story before it goes out of my head. Okay. Yeah, like sad tracks, brilliant time. <laughs> so yeah, we go sit and see it, but like twins of at night. If it was a daytime, we used to get they used to do really nice pink ring donuts. Tesco's in Saint Stephen's. Pink ring donuts. And then then we'd get the train from Hull to Hesel, and we'd go play rugby on Hesel Rugby Club field. Oh. And we used to do this thing called the donut challenge, where Is that about pink holes. No. We'd play <laughs> me. It'd be Adam and my dad against me playing. We'd, we'd set up. We'd set up a little pitch, play rugby, and whoever won got the majority donuts. Uh, did you so win? I won a few times. I think my dad used to let me win. No. But sometimes you could tell when he was a bit angry because he would he'd like proper run the ball in like that. And then yeah, that was like. A good memory of when I was younger. I want to try and think of more happy memories because mine have all been quite sad. But we've been talking for ages as well. Was that him? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like all this time we've been talking for ages, and you haven't thought of anything happy. I know, literally. I promise, I did have a good childhood. Let's, let, let's end on a happy note. Ellis, tell us a happy childhood memory. I just thought of another sad one. <laughs> Get it out your head. I don't want to know about some traumatic experience you've just. Can I just about. say it quickly though? It was a trauma. So it was 2008, so I would have been nine. There was like a parade going through the middle of town and it was me and my mum and my uncle, my uncle Mark. And it was going through town and I really wanted to go see the parade. And mum was like, no, we're not going to see the parade. So I was just like, 
you're not my mum, or like something like to and that she, effect. And then she was like, yes, I am. <laughs> exactly that. I just said, oh, I said like, I hate you or something, or like, I don't want you to be my mum anymore, something stupid. Right, and every, I remember every, her dragging every kid me. Said that. She was dragging me through town. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, get off me and i remember we got home and she wouldn't let me watch doctor who oh my god trauma she wouldn't let me watch doctor who so basically so then, a traumatic story was you had a paddy in town and i wasn't allowed to watch doctor who but sneaky me um because i had a tv a television in my room i put it on upstairs and it was the episode of the doctor's daughter i bet your mum was fuming i can't remember the reaction what about that time when you headbutted your mum Oh my god, that's an iconic story. So it was also, also traumatic. So do you remember Shrek 2, where um, Fiona headbutts a prince? Okay, one of the best films ever. Yeah, where Fiona headbutts a prince. Oh my god. So we just watched it, literally just so my mum, for some reason, did not suspect. But I went to go give my mum a kiss, and I headbutted her. And I promise we was at my nana's house, and my mum swears we were not at my nana's house, but we definitely, definitely, definitely were, because it was she was sat on the sofa that's against the window. Anyway, so I head butted her, and then she got really angry, and I was running up the stairs at my nana's house, and she was kicking me up a, up the stairs to the thigh length red uh, red leather boots, being like, "Get up the stairs, get up the stairs." So another traumatic story, I guess. Well, I think it's something happy. Do you have another happy memory you want to share? I uh, childhood holidays were always happy memories. Oh, childhood holidays! I didn't well, even I talk ne- about childhood holidays. I'd never, I'd never been abroad up until I was eighteen. I was a nineteen. Is this was when I... you went to Tenerife by yourself? I was. I was a twenty. I was twenty. I was twenty years old. Is that when you went to Tenerife by yourself? I yes, I went to Tenerife all by myself. All. By yourself, but they, oh, we used to go camping a bit, and I can't say that I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was camping. I'm not the biggest fan of camping; I'd rather go glamping. Yeah, I yeah. This was like this was sort of glamping because it was all electrical hookup, but it was hook still in a, still <laughs> still in a tent with an airbed. Oh. I'd rather much go to a caravan. I don't mind a caravan. I understand. Um, but then we used to go to Butlins when we were younger as well. I've been to Butlins twice. Loved it. Love Butlins. I, I met. Oh, there was. I remember. In the robot. I remember. There was a couple of memories from there. We was walking because we used to go with my mum's friend and her friend family. Friend in quotation marks. And her family. And I remember she got. Someone from they, they call them. Sh- Do you know what I mean when I say a chalet? Yes. Yeah. And someone she got shot with a BB gun. Your mom? No, my mom was friend, and it hit her like on the top of her like head. Ooh, and you'd think that she'd been shot in like World War Two or something like that. Was she being very dramatic? It was so dramatic. I feel like I'd be the same though. And then another, another memory from there was they had the wrestling. They used to have like wrestling. Bet you loved that. But my, I remember my dad was playing along. Cause do you know when they like gear up the the evil gear. one? Gear, right. Like gear up the cow, the crowd. Yeah. But I think my dad had like spoken to the wrestler beforehand, but like, oh, pick on me and we'll do like a back and forth. They must have been talking at the bar. My dad was always at the bar. 
And <laughs> just because he likes to find everyone. They started shouting back and forth with each other. And then Adam started crying because my, he thought my dad was going to get beat up in the ring. <laughs> Adam's a baby. What a baby. And he was like, no, dad, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a baby. Tease him about that for the rest of his life. So we, oh God, I remember going camping with my dad as well one weekend and his friends. And Adam was annoying me. And my dad said that all, me and Adam was like playing outside. And my dad said all he could hear at like 11 o'clock at night was me going, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. No. Because Adam had annoyed, annoyed me that much. Um, Have you thought of happy memories now? Because I've been. I think so. Let's, uh, end, let's end what is the final episode of series two. On Ellis's happy story. We didn't even say that. Yeah, it's final episode of season two, everyone. Series two. Oh my god, I had girlfriends in when I went to. I think and it was that's Tenerife. all we've got time for today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had girlfriends on holidays. So I think I don't know if it was Lanzarote right. or Tenerife. Are we on about girlfriends or like girlfriend? That's a girlfriends. thing. All oh, right. Okay. I remember this one girl specifically. Because um, I went to go down to the pool or something, and she was there, and we just like started hanging out, and then we <laughs> got together. <laughs> Bearing in mind, I was like seven. Sorry, right. what, what a love story. Um, and I'm pretty sure there was another girl there. She was ginger, but I didn't like her as much. But no, I vividly remember. Like I vividly remember walking around the pool, and this girl's mum was on the sunbed with her boobies out, and are you, I was right, shook. Not, are you are you sure that? You're not just thinking about the Stacey's mum video. No, this is literally <laughs> happened. This literally happened. I asked my mum. And she just laid there with her boobies out. And I was like, your mum's boobs are out. And she's just like, she's sunbed. Um, like, full, so on, that, like, full on tits out and everything. Boobies out. Boobies out. Like, but because she wanted to get an even tan or something, whatever. Um, so I went on holiday abroad twice with my mum and then my and granddad. Um, went to Tenerife, Lanzarote. I think it was Tenerife where I jumped into the pool, but um, off my granddad's shoulders, but I hit the bottom of the pool. That was not a bad. That was a bad. Stop memory. bringing up bad memories. Um, <laughs> um, let's leave it then. I don't know how old I was. I was a bit older. But me, and my mum went on our first abroad holiday, and we went to where did we go? Africa, Morocco. Begins with a T. Uh, Tunisia. Tunisia. We went to Tunisia. And we was on a pirate boat, like on like a little trip, and I got to jump off the pirate boat, but then I got stuck in the toilet for ages. Oh my god! Because the door locked. Because <laughs> the door locked behind me, and I couldn't get out for ages. Um, happy memory, happy memory. Uh, on that same holiday, we got to go on quad bikes, and I got to control my own quad bike, but then ended up in a cactus. <laughs> um, uh, but on this on this quad bike, we was on it. We was on the quad bikes with another family, and they're from Germany. That's what I remember about them. And we saw a pack of wild dogs, and we had to go away like slowly so that they didn't come and eat us. That was a I, happy memory, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm not a pessimist. These things just happen to me, Daniel. Let's leave it at. I went to Butlins and saw Titan the robot, and it was really cute. Yay! Yay! That was really nice. I think that was the last time I saw my mum's friend though, because I think they fell out. But, um, Titan! Titan! Yay! With, with, it's like, with every... Happy memory, this is a sad story to go along with this. <laughs> sad ending. It is. But it's okay, here we are. <laughs> so, 
season finale, series finale of series two of In Our Interracial Opinion. What a wild ride. <laughs> right? Well, we're at theme park now. So wild. Oh, it's getting late. I'm, I'm tired. This is delusion. This is delusion. I feel like Silky Nutneg Nunash on RuPaul's Drag Race. Silky Nutneg Nunash. <laughs> no, what did you call her? That's what you said. You went Nutneg Nunash. <laughs> Silky Nutmeg Ganache. All Star Six promo came out today. Right, Brilliant let's time. just wrap this up on. Come on. Okay, well, we're gonna take another couple of break, couple of week break, as we did for series one. We will be back with more fantastic episodes. Maybe, actually, this time we'll have some guests. We've got and some we'll ideas. To, we'll be able to record together next time as well. Maybe. So that sound quality is gonna be better sound quality we're hoping to actually have some guests next series yeah. right we've got some ideas we just need to make them happen make sure everything can actually get set in motion to happen but if you did enjoy this episode if you did enjoy the series if you did enjoy series one even if you've got any topic ideas let us know you can email us at our interracial opinions at gmail.com or you can also follow us on Instagram for updates and to follow along with our journey on this little podcast that we've got going on at our interracial opinions. Mm-hmm.